Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Five seconds, four, three, two, one. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. All the guys want. I want what Mayweather got. I want what Mayweather got. You didn't bust your ass like Mayweather. I was trying to fight every fight. I sacrificed a lot. To get to where I got to. What, what, what do you bring to the team? Let's get this on. Alright, that's it. Hold on. Every, Bernard, everybody calm down. Man, you know how these bitches is in the sport. Total disrespect. Kid has no class, no style at all. I sacrificed a lot. Boxingwoods.com To get to where I got to. Boxingvoice.com. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. Sunday evening crow edition where we serve up all the crow. Looks like people ain't show up to collect they crow. You know, nobody likes when they get it wrong. But uh, I'm here and I definitely got it wrong. I didn't think Gary would lose. I didn't want to believe the uh, shoulder injury. I thought it was pre-fight hype. You know, I thought it was a way for him to show us how great he is. You know, tell us he has an injury. Still get the win and and look even better. But uh, that isn't the case. That isn't the case. Unfortunately, Gary Russell lost. And uh, he loses one of the... The title of of one of the longest reigning uh, defending champions, you know, uh, Gary. He could have he could have he could have gone on to do great things, if given the opportunity. I believe you see the skill set, but um, he was plagued in his career with not being able to get the the big fight. And uh, I know I'm talking like his career is over, but I really think that it might be. Um, and I don't mean that in a, you know, mean standpoint. I just feel like at this age, 33, 34, no belt, no rematch, shoulder injury. That's a lot. That is a lot to deal with and a lot to come back from. So uh, it's interesting. It's interesting, you know, Um You know, it was a good fight. Gary came out and uh, 
expressed himself vo vocally, verbally, saying that he felt he won the fight 10-2. You know, there's a lot of people that felt Gary won. I've seen a lot of that in the live chat yesterday while we were doing the live fight chat. I've seen a lot of people, you know, saying that, 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 that Gary did enough to win, even with one hand, that it was a robbery when it was announced. But Gary Russell, upset by Manny Pacquiao's Mark Magnifico, Masaigo, and Devin Haney calls Gary, or rather Maxayo, a bum. He says Gary lost to a bum. Yo, these fighters, they don't give you a break, man. Even when you lose, they on your heels. They making sure you know how they feel. They making sure you know... <laughs> That uh, this ain't your time of mourning. This is a time for people to make jokes at you. It's very difficult in this sport, man. You got to be careful. You can't really suffer a loss. These guys will make you pay in a fast way. Um, that happened to Tiafimo. You know, he talked that talk. And then boom. You know, he suffered that loss. And, and, and the world turned on him. You know, the world turned on him. And, 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 uh. They were definitely uh, letting Tio hear their cries, right? And, and, and I think Tio got it because he, he he was so heavy with the undisputed, and he was so bent on not giving Haney a shot. That really rubbed people the wrong way. And uh, you know, when he lost, he got a taste of his bad guy medicine. You know, no one really uh, cared what his worries or woes were, right? After the fight, he tried to come out and say the same thing. Oh, I had an injury. Unlike Gary, who said it before the fight. Um, and that's why I think Gary said it, because when you say it before the fight, we're looking forward and we're looking to see if it's true. You know, we're looking to see any inconveniences you might have to be like, oh, there it is. It's a shoulder injury, which obviously was visible in the Gary Russell fight with Mark Maxiago. Uh, and, and I think that's why it was a good thing that he said something from the beginning, you know, letting us know what to look for and um, letting us know that he was injured because when we seen it, it was no surprise. It was unfortunate. I, I was taken back. I couldn't believe that he wasn't lying. I thought it was pre-fight hype. I thought it was a way to build up the fight. So then, you know, and that's probably why I'm biased. You know, I thought Gary won. But again, I was picking Gary. Then in the middle of the fight, I realized, oh, shit, he really has an injury. So now I'm more in, 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 in awe of Gary. I'm like, wow, he's doing all of this with an injury. He's looking this good with an injury. I, I didn't see it the way the judges saw it, unfortunately. And it's even more unfortunate that we only have 17 views, or rather, likes. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you're watching this live with us right now, the best thing you can do is hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to force the algorithm to push this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans so that they can find this safe haven so they know that we talk boxing here seven days a week with mature men that actually know about the sport 
that, that love to share their knowledge. Speaking of, looks like I've been joined by the king of Essex County, Mr. Amin. What is going on, my friend? How are you? What's good, Skip? Shout out to the TBV community. Came in here to kick it with y'all. I literally came in from the cold. I said, let me jump into position so I can get get, get here and, and join the conversation about everything that's going on right now. It's a couple of things I know that's newish, a couple of things that's old, so we got to cover it all. So who do you have winning from the door? Because um, I'm about to time my man out calling me Nusty Fibs and shit. I can't understand. Why can't I have my opinion of what I thought I seen? Why Why can't I be in awe of what Gary was doing with one hand? You know, I admit it from the beginning. Maybe I'm biased because of that. Because I was in awe of what he was doing with one hand. Because he really came into that fight with an injury. Yeah, I, I, I looked at him braver. You know, I looked at him like more, you know, just he was more real to me like he was like oh shit he really lied he really has a rotator cuff injury he really can't lift up his shoulder he really thinks he's good enough to beat this guy with one hand all that made me excited um and i guess swayed me slightly maybe i maybe i'm gary russell bias because i like that he tried to be superman i don't know what how did you see it I'm glad you asked because I'm usually, you know, I don't want to say anti-Gary Russell, but I can be a bit hard on him. You know I mean, I'll be grinding him up a bit. Um, but the truth is, Maxile did not separate himself, you know, as nothing special. He didn't show us that he had a wounded fucking animal. You know what I'm saying? A wounded deer, like a hunter go out and kill their prey. He didn't do anything. And, and, and it speaks to the skill of Russell, but a one-armed fighter, period. It's supposed to be, you know, somebody that you can really batter around and knock around or they're virtually a defenseless, you know, opponent. And, and they have only their skills. He had only his speed and he was able to without a jab. It was some rounds. I didn't even look at the numbers. Maybe he didn't even throw a jab to land one, but he was literally tripling up on straight lefts and moving and getting out the way. So he was catching McSire with maybe two. Mind you, no jab. Just foot placement and movement, two straight lefts, and then getting out the way. And Maxile's not necessarily <laughs> landing. So I didn't see Maxile batter this man or beat the champ in any form or fashion that was distinguishing enough. Um, at, 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 at best, you know, it, it should have been a draw. But then that might be my bias talking. Because I just yeah. in no way saw Maxile should have beat this man up. With, with one on, I just didn't me see neither. that. Me neither. I didn't see it. People, you know, they're like, oh, so Gary beat him with one on? Yeah. Yeah. He he beat him put a, to the punch. He was doubling and tripling the left hand. He kept him at bay without a jab. Like, if anything, I think it was an indictment on Mike Siago that couldn't, that, that, that seen a man with one arm, seen a man with no jab, and still went 12. You're the alleged puncher. You know, I just didn't get what I was seeing. And uh, for the people that are saying, oh, because he had one army won the fight. Yes. Did you not watch the actual match? Like, I didn't see Mike Saigo land all these extra punches when the fact is he had an extra hand. He had an extra arm. So, again, the fight was very tight with a guy with one arm. How they gave it to the challenger, I have no clue. 
Um, I never seen him really hurt Gary. I never seen him really worry Gary. Gary with one hand never got flustered, never got exhausted. And ex instead, the mental pressure was put on by him onto Mike Siago. But I got a few super chats. First one coming in from our good friend, my Jimbe, who says, Rigo and Gary were robbed by Sean Gibbons. For those that don't know, Sean Gibbons is the CEO of Manny Pacquiao Promotions. He's the manager of most of Manny Pacquiao's fights, or rather fighters. And um, he has Casimero, and he has now Mark Mike Siago, and he has the other guy, right? The one that beat um, the top-ranked fighter, Simon James Prince, with the pillow. Ah. Who's, who's that? The Philippine that beat him, bro. Oh, the Joshua Greer. Greer. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got him too. It's so crazy because that, that Philippine is very popular. When he won that fight, people were screaming his name. Like, we can hear that name. And, and, and my live chat was crazy. The Philippines came out for him. But after he won that fight, he disappeared. I'm going to look him up because that's the saddest part. Like, we don't even know who we're talking about because he, he, he didn't make a mark. Um, but he did beat Joshua Greer. And I guess we'll find him that way. His name is Mike Plania. Mike did a hell of a job, and then he just disappeared, which yeah. is crazy. Um, Mike Plania beat uh, Joshua Greer in 2020. He he has one loss, and that was to Juan Carlos Payano, the Dominican uh, former champion. And he does have a fight scheduled in Miami, but it doesn't even say the date or the opponent. It just says TBA. Actually, it does say the date, March 25th. TBA is the opponent. It'll be at the Manuel Airtime Community Center Theater in Miami, which doesn't sound like a big location. Um, he did have his last fight there in the same location versus a dude with 12 straight losses, Ricardo Nunez. So after the big win with Joshua Greer, he's done nothing to capitalize on that. Went back to the Philippines had a fight in Santos, General Santos City, and then uh, he has two fights now. Uh, well, one fight in Miami and another one scheduled in Miami. So didn't really capitalize off his big win. Top rank didn't sign him off that big win. And uh, he didn't knock out Greer. It was just, you know, a unanimous decision. But it was a good, exciting fight. And a lot of Philippines came out for him. Filipinos came out for him. And I'm just shocked that... Uh, Nothing happened after that. No capitalization, no no signage, no anything. Shock, shock, shock. Yeah, usually when that happens, I smell promotional issues. I smell some something because, you know, you don't go up that high. Joshua Greer's been fighting on top rank and then fighting in co-mains and feature Showtime fights. Showtime and PD, you know? I mean, Showtime and, and, and ESPN, his career has been built on. Because he was and on so Showbox at first when he brought out the pillow. Yeah, so when you got a win like that, the trajectory is supposed to be up. You're not supposed to be fighting at the rec center. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he's probably fighting at the Hard Rock if you're fighting in Miami, you know? So I'm not really sure what his trajectory is, but it doesn't look like um, he's got the business thing sorted out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, uh, listen, Mexayo... I thought, you know, everybody thought coming into this fight, you know, the powerful puncher. And, and, and let's talk about that. Because, like I said, 
he didn't even land maybe in the first round, second round, maybe that that one that one punch he threw that kind of, you know, Gary was you know, kind of, you know, leaning back, he stumbled back a little bit. That was the one punch I seen that hurt him the entire fight. Um, again, it, it, it's a credit to Russell, but it also says like you have to look at some of the things that distinguish planners when over Greer, like he beat Greer up and Greer didn't have any answers for what he was doing. And that's two handed. Um, you know, Russell had an answer and it wasn't, you know, I, I can't say it wasn't as effective because Maxile, the pressure, you know, Russell was able to handle it right in front of him. His composure was so on point. So I just, you know, again, my opinion is going to sound crazy, but I, it looked like a draw at best, a draw at best. He did not beat the champ. And maybe that's an old school way of looking at it, but he did not beat the champ. A one-armed man. He, he didn't do that. Yeah, man. Uh, I just been sent a video here on some tank news that we're uh, I'm, I'm considering uh, talking about on today's news and notes. I got Matt Bent, 100, Kansas City. He says, I thought Gary won the fight, honestly. And there goes another person, man. Uh, Mike Gross, the boss. Shout out to you. Salute and congratulations on the uh, engagement. Mike says salute TBV, but he also came back and said Gary a dog. So not necessarily saying that he feels Gary won, but definitely said Gary got all his respect last night. Defensively, his skills are elite so if he's saying defensively his skills are elite he's basically telling you i didn't see mark sayo hit him mr magnifico was not magnificent uh when it comes to landing punches and i think that's what we all seen we all seen gary pivoting amazing i mean he just was amazing he would take one step under my man's underarm and then pivot out it was beautiful like they really need to use Gary as an ex an example of what pivots should look like. Defensively, even with a fucked up arm, he was lifting that right arm, catching them shots. I don't know what people saw. I think, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to say what people are afraid to say. They were just tired of Gary. They had to take it. They had to take it from him because they was tired of him. He wasn't, he wasn't falling in line. Like, you can't just be a champ and hold the belt hostage and then blame everybody else. Like, cool, they don't want to fight you. Fight somebody else. Gennady was fighting dudes we ain't want him to fight saying he was fighting them because he couldn't fight the ones he wanted. Gary just goes yeah. to sleep like a hibernating bear. And, and, and I think that the boxing politics, they got tired of that. They got tired of that, man. Yeah. Seven years as a champ, I mean, and you had like five fights. That shit don't make sense. Yo, it was ridiculous, man. And I think part of what should happen, you know, as a result of this loss, I'm like, Gary need to get hungry, yo, because the comfort in his head is like, yo, I'm the champ, I'm the champ. And he had, a, a you know, a, a great confidence. Everybody know Gary Russell was very confident. But for us, it's like, you got to support that with activity. You know what I'm saying? The frequency was so off of his bout. So again, all, the, all of what we saw could have seen limited by his 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 inactivity 
Like, if, if his arm was healthy, that's when you get Gary Russell throwing three-punch combinations at a minimum, sometimes four- and five-punch combinations if he's much faster than his opponent. We would have been able to see that with two healthy arms, but we did not because of the injury. And, and in a way, you know, he robbed himself of showing us the greatness by maybe being too much of a choosy lover when it came to who he was going to fight. So now, now you on your way back up. You don't have that much choice, man. So you got to fight. If you're a fighter... You got to fight who's there. You no longer have the comfort of, of having the belt. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think if he is made of what we think he is, he a dog and all that, which I totally agree, he need to come back and say, I don't give a fuck who they put me in front of. And I'm actually willing to move up. And I'm going to move up. That's the important thing. I'm with you, man. If he comes back and he's talking about moving up, I'm excited all over again. If he comes back, Trying to fight at 126 again. He's the fog. I, I think I'm done. Like the fight with him and 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 and, and Mr. Uh, Magnifico wasn't even all that to be like, yeah, run it back. I want that rematch. I can't wait to see that. Like that shit wasn't even what it was. So I, I don't know. I'm telling you, I think the politics that beat got Gary. I think we don't see him no more. I think after you know, because now you lost. Now you got no belt. Now you got to recover from a, a rotator cuff is what it looks like. Who's giving you the tune-up fight? I mean, they ain't even want to give Thurman a tune-up fight. Think about it. Thurman's on pay-per-view because they didn't want to pay for the fight. Gary's probably done, bro. He probably I got a done. crazy fight at 35. This fight is crazy. Robert Easter. I guess they can do it, but that is a, he's, I mean, you know, that's definitely tapping into your David and Goliath, you know, little guy, big guy, and sell it a, a, as a face-off. That'll be the Canelo Rocky Fielding face-off all over again. I, I, I know that. Before you go, I got Mad Bent 100 that says, I saw one guy missing a lot and the pop shooting to victory. Gary won, in my opinion. I agree, man. Uh, there was one guy billed as a puncher. He wasn't punching. He wasn't landing, and when he landed, he wasn't affecting Gary. And, 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 and it made it all that much sweeter for Gary because he had one hand doing that. One hand doing that. So, I don't know. My gene been talking about Nesta rematch. I, I, I'm not excited for a rematch with a guy that I thought won the fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought Gary won. I was more impressed with what Gary... Man, he was timing the shit out of Mike Siago, man. That shit was not... It, I don't even think it's right, man. He was too, he was on but, last yeah. night. Even with an injury, he was spot on. His accuracy was 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 on point. He was tripling a, a lead left hook, a lead straight left, tripling it. Like, how are we not giving it's him right credit there. for that? How are we not giving him credit? How are we not saying he's special? No right hand, no jab, pop! Three straight lefts on Mike Siago. Like, nah, man, you got to appreciate that. And if they don't, they don't know what they're watching. But what if what if Mayimbe's right on on the, on the sense that I run around, I don't know who he's going to fight on the PBC side at 126, but say they throw him a couple donuts at 126, right? Boom. Throw Gary? Then, uh huh. Throw Gary a donut? No, 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 no. They throw Max Isle some donuts because, you know, he's the power puncher. He just beat Gary Russell Jr. He comes back off three, four title defenses and then the rematch. Again, I don't like Gary Russell coming back to 126 because I told you.
That's the Fonz, leather jacket, room, room by the motherfucking diner. Happy day. I don't want him going back there. But if he does, I think there's still a little bit of luster on it with Maxile making two, three, four defenses and then Gary coming beating the shit out of him because he got both hands. It's crazy because I'm saying that because I'm so upset if he comes back to 126, but that's a way he could come back to 126. I don't even see what Gary does at this point. Um, we got to see where they rank him. Marciago took his position. How many do they do they drop? Like that's when we're gonna see if the politics want him out of the sport or not. Wilder dropped one position. He only went under the interim champion and kept his position in his rematch. I don't think Gary has a rematch, and we'll see where he's at. As of today. Mike Siago is the champion. Russell's not even up there. But they only, when the belt exchanges, they only change the champ. They don't update the entire ranking. So we'll see where Gary's at. But let me just say these names out loud so you can, you know, make these names take like ass when I speak it. Julio <laughs> Ceja, Adam Lopez, Ryan Walsh, Can X, Karim. Garifi, Luis Lopez, man, what is this? The dude that created uh, Bitcoin, my man named Satoshi, oh no, Satoshi, yeah, Satoshi Shinzimi or Shimzui, whatever the fuck. Yo, ain't the dude that created Bitcoin Satoshi something like a Ah, you look it up, but it's the same that's, fucking That's name. his nephew. That's the same fucking first name. Uh, Joette Gonzalez, Tug Numbayar, Isaac Dogbay, Hinata Murata, Kid Gattelhead, uh, Lerato Damini, Mark Maxiago, and Ray Vargas. And now, obviously, Maxiago is the champ. So nothing sexy there for Gary to stick around to, honestly. Yeah, it's really not. And that's the whole WBC. Biggest names, Julio Ceja, Canex, Kid Gadalad, who lost, Isaac Dogbay, who, who, who who's lost, Tug, who's lost, Joette, who's lost, Ray Vargas, maybe, but he speaks yeah. no English. And that's just the WBC rankings, but that's who he would have to fight. So, again, I don't know that it is even worth it for him to stay there. Now, when you consider BC at 130, Oshaki Teller is your silver champ. Valdez is your real champ. Conceiao is your number three. I don't know this number two. Muhammad, I ain't even going to try. Yakabu, let's say. Uh, Edward Ramirez, Jamel Heron, but I think he retired, ain't he? He ain't announced it officially, I guess. But uh, you got Rakamov yeah. there, the one that that that, that, that beat um, Joseph Diaz, Lamont Roach, Albert Bell, Xavier Martinez with TMT, and that's just the WBC. Now I won't lie and say that these numbers are. A hundred times, I mean, these names are a hundred times greater than the division below, but this is only the WBC. Remember, in the WBA, you got Chris Colbert, you got Jonah Carl, you know, you got other names. 
If you go to the ring, Shakur, Burchelt, Heron, Rakimov, Colbert, Gutierrez, Uagua, Foster, Martinez, Conceal, it that's a better top 10 than the previous division, which is, uh, I guess, I guess, I, I still would pick 130. Listen to this. Emmanuel yeah. Navarrete, Mauricio Laura, Josh Warrington, Mark Maxial, Kiko Martinez, Lee Wood, Kid Galahad, Numbayar, Canex, Joey Gonzalez. So it's it's top heavy. Like, Navarrete is a good fight. Laura's a good fight. Josh Warrington, you more on the... Uh, nobody really thinks Warrington would beat Gary Russell. Maybe now 33, maybe now coming off the shoulder injury, but... Before this fight, I don't think anybody was giving Warrington a shot over Russell. Kiko Martinez, he can't beat Russell. He can't beat Russell. He, the, you nah, know, the sun, know. the sun shined on that dog's ass, and that was one day. But that's it. He ain't getting no win over Russell. Lee Wood, he ain't getting no win over Russell. Galahad ain't getting no win over Russell. Tumbai already lost to Russell. Canex ain't never fighting Russell. And Joette Gonzalez ain't getting no win over Russell. So I, I don't know, and, and again, he's not—he's not—he's not guaranteed a shot at Navarrete. That's that's top rank, you know. That's WBO. That's not—he don't know he can get that. Yeah, man. You know, one thirty a bus, and that's what I'm saying. Even the, you know, it, it sounds crazy. David I don't even like one thirty, man. I mean, he need to go up to thirty five. Like one thirty is—that's what I was going to say. One thirty is top heavy. It's got two sexy names, you know. And we talking Shakur Valdez. Yeah, people gonna be like, oh no, I like the Burchell fight. I like the Cobra fight. Cool, cool, cool. But the sexy names, the draws, the name names, Shakur and Valdez. You know, and those are those are pretty tough fights to make. Burchelt is not bad on the comeback, though. Coming back off a shoulder injury, Burchelt is not bad at all. If he decided to move up, and, and Burchelt was his first fight back, that's not bad. Motherfuckers is out there still fighting Miguel Mariaga. Again, I don't know. I don't know that that fight could even be made, though. Like that's true. Tough fight to make. Cross to the street, other side of the street. I don't know. Well, if he just got, you know, what I mean, if he just got played anyway, you know, ain't no telling what a circumstance may or may not be on the comeback. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's how he sounds, right? I think we got some some audio here. He 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 sounds yeah. like that. Yeah. Hey, Slim, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Politics is a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I beat that boy. No. I beat that boy at least 10 rounds to two, nine to three, man. Man, took old boy to school, man. I don't know, man. It is what it is, man. I just wanted to come on here and show y'all some love, man. To the real supporters. You know what I'm saying? To the real fans, man. I... And, and you know what's crazy, man? His face tells a different story, too. Mike Siago's face was all fucked up. And I know that's an unfair way of assessing an entire fight. And, 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 you know, one man whelps and, and scars more than the next. But I, I don't know what I saw, man. I didn't see Gary lose. And, and I'm not calling it a robbery because I didn't score round by round. But, bro, I didn't see Gary lose, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I think I have used the term robbery and only because I think that they took it. You know, Gary, you know, didn't lose the fight. You know, it, the, you know, they took it from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 
shoulder was was bad, but like you know, a lot of people saw it the way if you turn the volume down and you didn't look at what fucking Steve Farhood goofy ass was doing, I think it was very easy to see Max Io did miss a lot of punches. Uh, the, the the pressure he was trying to apply wasn't effective. Gary Russell stood right there in the pocket and pivoted and, and you know, he threw the one punch he had all night long. Elano Richie, that son of a bitch. And he didn't get credit for it. So, you know what I'm saying? Robbery is maybe a strong word for some, but you know what I mean? Like a thefting, you know what I'm saying? A, 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 a pickpocket. <laughs> a thefting, a thefting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what you want me to call it? A burglary. <laughs> A lawsuit, bro. They fucking stole it, man. I got a super chat, man, from Kansas City back at us. He says, the Mongolian fighter lost versus the African cat. Referee was ridiculous. Yeah, they robbed him of the knockdown. The referees, like, watching the replays, like, I don't don't even see a punch land now. It's like, come on, bro. Don't do this. And this is what I'm saying. That's New Jersey. New Jersey was one of the first to start instant replay and they still ain't use it right then and there they had the opportunity they didn't use it right there this is ridiculous at this point man the only sport not to use instant replay and we have it we have it they implemented it they just don't use it all the time i think it was new york that used it um this is sad sad bro because that african dude his pay scale changes you went in there and you dropped tug even though you lost you didn't get stopped Bruh, somebody bringing you back and they paying you a little bit better than this time. But now Absolutely. you ain't getting no knockdown. That shit ain't officially on paper. I mean, these dudes, man, they don't really care, man. It's, it's it, This sport is tough, bro. This sport is tough, man. These dudes, my man had a 27-hour flight and he get, get all the way over here and gets robbed for a knockdown. I'm hooking mm. off on the ref. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is why I fuck with Zab. I always fuck with Zab because... Bruh, like, you should not be allowed to do me wrong free of uh, motherfucking consequences, man. Zab tried to hit a dude with the with the, with the, with the stool, remember? Yeah, he yeah. Play, he tried to hit a ref like, dog, you ain't just going to have your way with me, man. And that's what these refs think, man. They, they disrespectful, man. They let shoving go on. They let all these illegals infractions go on. And then something like this happens. With, with with someone really, he needed it. I'm telling you, I promise you, man. I feel in the heart of hearts that a knockdown would have changed his pay grade in the next fight. Absolutely. Yeah. And we almost saw a little bit of that. I think, you know, the referee in the uh, Matias fight did a much better job. But, you know, you just saw, you know, different standards. Like, this guy couldn't fucking see the punch. He fucking couldn't see a fucking uh, a clear as day punch. And, you know, oh. He was on the other side of it. He was on the wrong. Well, that's what the instant replays for, genius. So, you know, he shit the bed on that one. And then you had, you know, you know, uh, the referee in the Matias fight. She was, you know, gave him several warnings. Uh, but, you know, you didn't see her, uh, you know, warn uh, Petros for the, you know, the form he was using coming in with his head. It was, you know, it, so it was, I thought it was a rough fight. But, you know, I, I thought that was fair because. She came out the gate being strict. So when she did deduct the point, it didn't look awkward. This guy was just like fucking blind as a bat. And then at the opportunity to kind of redeem himself at the very least, um, you know, he's, he's still stuck to it. I feel like I know the answer to this, but I still want to ask it because we've seen crazier things in boxing. Um, but does this loss 
truly eliminate Gary from a tank fight? Or in some weird way, does this make him more viable, more of a viable opponent because he's older, because he got an injury? Or does the loss automatically eliminate him in that Mayweather green print route? Two things. It's up to Gary Russell because he'd have to agree to move up to 35. True. And whatever it was before, I bet you part of the issue was, hey, man, I'm the WBC champ for a thousand years, man. That motherfucker ain't got no real belt. So now he got to change his tune. His language has to be a lot different. It has to be, okay, you know what? All right, what y'all paying me? All right, that's cool. Can you throw a little more in there, some extra tickets? All right, cool. Yeah, okay, I understand I need to move up. He can't be that fucking choosy now. That's the way that tank fight get made because I believe if it was a possibility before, I think he was, you know, playing it a little bit too too, too, too cool. I'm a champ and I had the belt. I got the real belt. I beat this. I fought this person. This motherfucker ain't fought nobody. But you don't so, think he understood he was the B-side in that fight? You think You think because he was undefeated or had the title rather... He had some chip on his shoulder. I feel like he understood the tanks the star. Not not that he said anything like that. I mean, it's just like hard for these. Like it's hard for me to believe that these guys are that dumb that they can't see they the B side. Respectfully, I think he would have thought he was the A side because <laughs> in his mind, in his mind, the, his championship reign was more significant than it than it was to him. You know? What yeah, I'm but 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 as he would say. I mean, Shorty, Shorty only won one world title. Shorty ain't never moved up. Shorty ain't never unified, undisputed. Like, he ain't even the ring champ. Like, what the fuck could Gary be smoking on to think that he's the A-side over tank? <laughs> and I want some. Holla at me. As long as it's greenery <laughs> and it's made out of THC, holla at me. But if you smoking on that other shit, bro, that ice, that molly, you tripping out here because that's the only thing that's going to have you thinking you the A-side over tank. Like, you never unified. You never, re you never avenged your loss. You never unified. You never avenged your laws. You never undisputed. You never was the ring. I mean, what are we even talking about here? Like, I mean, all right, whatever. I, what about the Colbert fight? You think Colbert still takes it? Like, he's still, I it's think one Colbert loss. Colbert definitely takes that fight. It's Colbert one takes loss. that fight, and he going to tell him, bring that ass to the Barclays so I can fuck you up. Like, Colbert's going to talk cash shit. He's going to be respectful. But, like, Colbert is is ready for that fight. And, and I don't think it was anything, you know, necessarily yet, like, including what before that. Before that, I think Colbert would have took the fight knowing the risk. Not that it was easy, because definitely the risk. No, he was taking it. I, Remember when we had him on the show, he said that that was the fight they was giving him, and then the WBA interfered and said he had to fight Gutierrez. Mm -hmm. Which I like the Gutierrez fight better for Cobra right now, but I think the Russell fight is good. I think he's got no problem with Russell moving up. I think he feels just as quick as Gary. And I think, you know, seeing what he saw That's yesterday. That's a tough fight still for Cobra. I'm going to be real. Because, again, I, I didn't think Gary lost. So, <laughs> that's a tough fight. That boy fast. And he obviously got popped. Mark Siago, Mr. Magnifico wasn't trying to be magnificent yesterday. I'll tell you that right now. 
He was jumping in occasionally, but he was very cautious of Gary's power with one arm. I don't know. That fight, that Colbert fight, that's that could be. And that's a good fight. If Colbert wins the Gutierrez fight, becomes the real champion, now he has an argument to unify with Shakur Valdez winner. The easiest way to get Shakur Valdez winner is to further build your name with Gary Russell so that you got that on your resume when you do turn around and see uh, Valdez Shakur winner. That's a great fight for either way, you know, for either fighter, because if Russell wins, then he's right back in the game. He's like, like trading, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's that? Coming to America, like Mortimer and Randolph, you know what I'm mm. saying? When Prince Hakeem gave him the, gave him the, the little grip of money, yeah. he's back in the game. He's back in the game with a win over a guy like Colbert. Um, but if Colbert beats him, you know, that's, you know, that's his herring. It's going to be some shit talking, too. You know Colbert going to be like, man, you you lost to a little dude, man. I'll, I'll fuck Mark Siago up. Imitation pack, yeah. I know my man Colbert going to talk some t- 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 cash shit. <laughs> I can't wait. Let me slide in some of these callers, man, versus making y'all wait forever. It's not too many topics. Like we told you earlier this week, there's only one fight this entire weekend. So uh, there's a little bit of news and notes here and there, but uh, let's let's open it up. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Mad Bent, what up? Mad Bent, what up? All right, all right. We're going to come back to you. I got C. Soldier, been a member for five months. He said, we need that Colbert versus Shakur smoke. I don't want any other fight. Y'all know my body. Yeah, man. That. I mean, you know I don't really want that fight, man. Um, them, them both my guys, man. I know my body. Yeah, I know Shakur body. Shakur know my body. Yeah. What up, champ? And I don't want—I don't want that fight either. I hate that fight. <laughs> Me too. You know what I'm saying? That's that's too close to my heart. Brooklyn is, is a special place in my heart. You already know what it is when it comes to all things Jersey, man. I love Chris Colbert. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Primetime Chicken. They just had a re-grand opening over in Garfield, New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Um, Garwood, rather. Um, yeah. So, Chris, if you want to throw me some kill breasts, feel free. But um, yeah, man. Um, you know that fight is gonna be real. Whenever it's made, it's gonna be real tough, man. And and to me, it wouldn't matter um what trajectory these guys are on because I could see Shakur doing exactly what he's gonna do about that. And as much as I like Gutierrez as a fighter, I could see Colbert winning. And then even then, it may you know it still is probably not gonna be ready. But say you know the Russell fight happens for um. Colbert, you know, like I said, that's his herring. You know, that's his Jamel herring. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I think that that's that. By that point happens, it'd be great, man. Shit, but but I'm gonna be real. Uh, Gary is fresher than herring, and Gary's more dangerous than herring. I ain't on front. Herring got better with age. Herring got better with time, but Gary, uh. Gary is more dangerous. I don't. I, I still. Again, I didn't. I didn't um, see Gary losing. So this is not a poor performance to me. The, you know, 
I'm, I'm, you know, I, again, I didn't see him losing. No, and I know you, you're rating the performance, you know, based on the circumstances and, and, you know, all night long, his pivot, his speed will kill you. Gary Russell's speed will kill you. And, and so, you know, yeah, he's, he's the more dangerous opponent, but I think I mentioned it last night during the live fight chat, man. Sometimes you don't really know like what the issues are unless you got that car on the road. When you leave it in the garage, you assume that it's tip top shape. Yeah. Man, and you gotta take that bitch out and stretch it on the highway, you know what I'm saying? To really, you know what I mean? That check engine light may come on and you're like, yeah, I ain't drove this shit in like three months. Yeah, motherfucker, because you ain't drove it in three months. You know what I'm saying? Especially them fancy jobs with your fucking battery under the back seat, right? If you don't crank that bitch up at least a certain amount of time, this shit going to die in your garage, man. So, you know, there's one thing about preservation, and there's another thing about kind of just letting some shit waste away. You know, it ain't getting damaged, like like being fight-worn, but it isn't exactly being utilized either. So uh, it looks like Mad Bet 100 jumped back on. But before I get to him, I wanted to uh, just talk about this AJ step aside situation. Uh, the reason that uh, we're talking about it once again is because now Garth Davis has come out. I mean, is it Davis or Davies? But he's, now he's come out and, 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 and he's acknowledging that there is 15 million pound step aside fee. And that from what he's being told, you know, that if Joshua accepts, he's most certainly guaranteed a crack at the winner. And um, I don't know how much you read out of the Telegraph's article, but uh, yeah, I mean, unlike the Wilder situation where you had someone from Wilder's team consistently coming out and saying, no, we're not accepting shit. Wilder wants his fight. This is looking more and more real. And again, Goff Davies is 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 a a, a very he's he's like the, the Rayfield of Valdez. I don't know if that's disrespectful or not, because he he feels hip, you know, he's got the long gray hair and he feels you know, he reminds me of like a a, a Rolling Stone, right? Or one of those guys, you know what I mean? Uh you know, a rock and roll like guy with his hair and his glasses. Um, but this is starting to look real. It, it, it's just like everybody wants to see Undisputed, at least on that side of the pond. I don't hear any of my circles talking about this fight, Usyk and, 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 and Fury. I don't know about you. Like with the people you hang or, or communicate with, you know, is this a big Topic at the water cooler? Nah, man. I, You know, it, it's interesting because I think this is very consistent. I'm an AJ. Uh, uh, I enjoy watching AJ. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of what he does up until late, you know. And, and uh, not that I'm no longer a fan, but it's just that I'm, I'm curious about what his next move is. And what I figured out is this move is consistent with how I think he is. And when people say, yo, and it's and it's not a bad thing, because how the fuck, yo, is there an easier way to make $15 million? I got no clue, right? So suppose, excuse me, 15 million pounds, which is what, probably $18 million. No, okay? 20, it's 20.5. Okay, so 20.5. There's not an easier way to do it. So um, 
how you kind of don't take it. How you don't take it, especially if he's still... Yo, because the biggest question was, who's his trainer still? We still don't know whether it's uh, Robert uh, Garcia or if it was Ronnie I mean, or if it's but this. But isn't, isn't that more reason to to accept this $20 million and and get all that shit together? Oh, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's all the more reason why he takes the set-aside money and figure this shit out. There is no better decision he has now. And I think AJ takes less of a hit with the whole honor thing because... You know, the way the way that his UK fans will spin it for him is that, oh, he's so honorable. He's going to get out of the way of the unification. So, you know what I'm saying? If it was if it was anybody else, oh, he's a punk. He don't want to step up and face his battles and shit. Right. But, you know, um, hey, man, it's an easy 20 and a half mil. Plus, you get the retool. I bet you AJ fuck around and, 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 and don't even take the winner of the fight. And then try to take what he perceives as a bigger fight. Watch him come out. Well, I, you know, I always like to, you know, face Deontay Wilder before I retire. Bro, right, that's a good fight, though. I promise you, if he if he takes step aside money and never fights Usyk, Usyk Fury winner and, and wants to fight, fight Wilder, Wilder instead, that's I'm, a better thing, bro. I'm so happy though. Like I'm so yeah. like I still want that fight, man. I still yeah. want that fight. But 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 I'm a, I'm greedy. I still want the Chisora and the Dillian White fights with Wilder. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got Big Matthew with a super chase. Says Fury batters Usyk and confirms number one all time heavyweight. Yeah, man. I mean, I, we gotta see it. We gotta see it. I'm hitting a thumbs up from eighty nine and ninety. Go ahead and do me a favor and hit the thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. Let's crash the algorithm by you hitting that thumbs up. You're going to let YouTube know that you're interested in this. So they'll put this in the eyes of other boxing fans to see if they're interested. And then they can become new callers and stuff like that, man. Let's go out to Mad Bent in Kansas City. What up? What up? What up? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, man. Yeah, I was watching that Gary Russell fight, and at the end of the fight, I thought he won the fight. The 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 broadcast from the beginning, they were hello. Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, the broadcasters were trying to play Gary, man. They wanted him out of there. I was like, that's kind of Gary talking. I'm fighting in two years and fighting every next ten years. You think he's shot? Yeah, I do. Drop an album. What was Mares saying? What was Mares as the boxer? What was he Mares saying? was the only one. He was the only one saying that Gary is probably winning this fight. But then he didn't he didn't want to go against Al Bernstein. But he was like, I think Gary could be winning this fight. He won that round. Gary's making him miss. He's missing a lot of punches, meaning uh Magnifico. And he's hitting him with that left hand. But he just wouldn't boldly come on and say, Gary won the fight. He's like, it's a close fight. I think Gary could be winning some of these rounds. Mm-hmm. I think Gary could be ahead. But I thought Gary won the fight. I saw the guy throwing a lot of punches. I saw him hesitant to go do what his business. And Gary was just... Gary was controlling the tempo of the fight. Moving how he won, popping in the face with the left hand, tripling and doubling. It, it, was, a, it was nice. I was impressed. That African one beat Namaya. He's trash. <laughs> Namaya is not what he is supposed to be. He almost lost against um, Brady's 
who was um, for the, um, Gary Hunter's charge. He lost against Gary also. He, he doesn't win. He, 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 he goes to sleep. And he got dropped and the rep, he's a played a nincompoop. He's not but yeah, a that's killer. That's my man. He's not a killer. Remember, he, yeah, he, hurt, killer. he hurt that African with a big left hook. My man, feet, he did the chicken dance and he didn't even jump on him, bro. He didn't even jump on him, man. He's, he's not, not a, killer. a killer. He's not a killer. And that guy, that guy went, came 30 hours and beat his ass and, and got a drop. That was terrible. All right. And that's um, the sad part, though. Like, why, why? All right, uh, Matt Ben. Uh, it's like, why are you in this sport if you ain't a killer? If you out here having mercy on folks, man, you in the wrong sport, man. You in the wrong sport. Like, these dudes are crazy, man. My man hurt him. He do the chicken dance. He just look at him like, what up, though? Yo, but but you see what I'm saying about Tug though? Tug is up out of here. He's got no pull. He's out of here. Yo. Oh, but but you still use his name. I'm sure other people. You know, I'm sure I'm sure Mark 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 Mike Sayo might get a around that Tug because they don't got names over there. Who they gonna put him in with? Yeah, nobody. I don't know either. But we are gonna go out to Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn Jew is coming through your town. Let's get to it. When you see old dirty bastards on a position like that, then you know that I'm getting ready to bust your. I love my TVV. Comrades. TheBoxingBoys.com. Listen, man. What? 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 Goddamn Spider Clan. Goddamn Sal Shane. That's all I need. And I'm good. SDS promotion. Hey yo, hey yo, y'all hear me? We hear you. Yo, peace, 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 peace to the live chat, peace to the TBV, peace to the uh, TBV comrades. Listen, man, shit got wild the last two weeks. I ain't been on because I'm doing this thing. I'm learning flatbed um trucking and I'm doing the training right. So my trainer old school. I can't fuck with the phone and nothing like that. You know what I mean? But I miss everybody. Once I get my own truck, Ness, it's me and you. We getting this shit rocking like I always been doing. Don't worry. Give me a week or two. Let me get my own truck, and then I'm back at it again hard. Listen, man, this Gary Russell shit is wild. Because I remember growing up in Brooklyn, then I moved to Queens, right? It was a dude called one on Bar, Bar Kim, right, the guard. And he was short like Gary Russell. But dude had one arm. He was knocking everybody out. So what I saw with that fight was, yo, you mean to tell me they couldn't get that man to draw a fucking with one arm? Dude couldn't do nothing with him, yo. The Filipino dude couldn't, do, couldn't even fuck with Gary, man. What? One arm. All he do was the left. You know what I mean? Yo, what? What did um what the big punch said? Yo, I hit yo hit you with so many lefts, you be begging for a right. You know what I mean? And I'm telling y'all now. Here's the here's the bad thing and good thing. He lost, but fuck around. He could come to 130, y'all. He could get in the mix. He could get in the mix at 135. He don't got the he don't got to fight once a year now. He'll probably get two in. And yo. I just saw this shit. This Jerry Anderson, Dion, um, Dion, 
Deontay Wilder. Shit is wild. Nah, 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 Ness. Don't do that, Ness. Don't diss me, Ness. Listen, man. Tell y'all right now. The shit gonna get wild. If Gary Russell come to 130, 135, he got tank. He could get Loma Revenge if he want to do that. You know what I mean? But like I said, man, the, the, yo, remember y'all, one on bar. A lot of brothers listening from Brooklyn to Queens. There was a guy called one on bar. He was like 5'4", like Gary Russell and shit, and knocking everybody out. He had one arm. One arm. And what people don't know about boxing is it, it ain't just power. It's your faint. So you can faint somebody with one arm. The dude, yo, Gary Russell is a beast with one fucking arm. Can we get the rematch, y'all? Can we get the rematch? Is Maysago going to do some not doing really, a rematch? You really Come want on, a rematch, man. though? Like, you really want to see a rematch, or you just want him to get the rematch? I just want him to get the rematch, because let's see what the fuck he could do with two good arms. If he fucking almost... Yo, dog, 115, 114, 114, 114. They could have gave him a draw. The fucking, the fucking judges couldn't believe this man couldn't even throw his right hand and was still beating him. Peace. Peace. Peace, y'all. Peace. Yo, um, see, so he, he want the rematch for Gary. It ain't that he want to see the rematch. And, uh, you know, that, that that's important, man, because... I mean, I guess it would be more exciting, though. Like, if he did get the rematch and he had a healthy two arms, it would be more exciting. Gary would do more damage, for sure, for sure. And I think, you know, I, that's a great way you asked the question because people want to see Gary come back. They want to see him get some get back, you know, but they don't really want to see him against Max Sire. They don't want to see that fight again. But what people know is you give him his other arm, and he's going to bust that ass, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, it could also go another way where Max Sayo, you know, if, again, if it happens or takes that long, Gary comes back, Max Sayo got one, two, three defenses already, and then, um, but he, they better not do him like they did Planner. That motherfucker be fighting at the fucking Miami Convention Center, the Palm Beach Convention Center. I just think it's a world where Gary's retired. I think there's a galaxy that exists where... His father's leg got amputated. He said one of his f brothers died. He's been in the gym as a trainer more and more. His younger brother, Gary Antoine Russell, who's got a fight schedule with Victor Postal, he's the he's looking like the better brother. He's got wins over boots in the amateurs. He's in the welterweight division, or rather the 140, and will be a welterweight. Um, I think that there's a world that exists where Gary just decides to be his brother's trainer, be in his corner, you know, help his father. He got his leg amputated. You know what I'm saying? He he gonna need help around the house and mobility wise, all that. So he gets used to and 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 this is Gary with a belt taking two years off. Imagine Gary with no belt. Like I get what you're saying. This can make him hungrier. Yeah. But again, Gary with no belt, two years off, and doesn't get sexy names. I don't even know. Like, can they really bring him back? Like, is Al fucking with this dude? Is he bringing him back? We'll have to see. I hope so. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let me go to. 
let the little fish go so that we can catch the big fish later. Mm -hmm. I'm the big dog at, at the Worldway Division. WBC and IBF welterweight champion of the world. At the end of the day, I'm a way better fighter than Terrence Crawford. TheBoxingVoice.com. Me and Terrence Crawford on this side of the street. We cleaning our side of the street, then we come and have the Crawford. 640 or 730, wherever we get with. Big Fish Mafia. It ain't a movement, it's a lifestyle. SDS Promotions. Big Pecal. Then he be saying I don't go to him. I swear. This is what happened yesterday. He like, yo, Ness, you ain't go to me. El Pescado de Grande, where are you? <laughs> Hello. Well, in the meantime, um, we want to announce the fact that the producer believes uh, it would be a better experience if we did a interactive TBV award show. Uh, there's no date and time at the moment, but we want to get the community's Thoughts on possibly doing live voting. Now that we have the nominations uh, and the categories, we can have a particular show on a particular day and set up one poll at a time, which would require you to be here from start to finish so that each poll can get around the same amount of votes and we can get a winner per category, or we can do it the old-fashioned way where we put the poll on the community page and everyone can just vote on their own free time. Uh, that is my issue. I do believe that by doing it on a live show, you're forcing the votes and the awards to be given out to people based off the live show interaction uh some people are like born or on the road they're truck drivers they can't actually vote at the moment they're not part of the youtube live chat community so uh keep in mind that if we do it this way the youtube live chat community will be the one uh that gets to vote on these categories um, you know what i think I, I think there's a way where we could do it like we did uh, boxing bars where you, you, you let it hang out or, you know, and I, and I think it can't be done in one day because like you said, sometimes the momentum, you might get somebody that sway the audience, they influential, they go and get, you know what I'm saying, a whole slew of a whole corporate office and they just, you know what I mean, get the votes and just, you know, so if, I guess if we set it like, like we used to do the bets rather, set it in the beginning of the week or, or a couple of days in the beginning of the week and then by thursday you know what i'm saying uh all the votes are in or by friday and then you know we do the big on a flagship show perhaps you know what i'm saying then we can kind of actually do the awards on the flagship show you know what i mean so casual bass guy says do a live show promote that show for a month so he wants the awards show to take place 30 days from you know, whenever. Uh, Kana, who is our community editor, says, do community polls posted for one entire week in advance. That's kind of how I like it because, you know, if you can't, like, 
you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts before I started my own. And I was big on movie podcasts. And uh, shit, there was so much that those guys asked you to do that I never did. That I was all right with just consuming their their extremely long movie podcasts. It was good enough for me. Um, so that being said, I'm just saying that not everyone has the time. And forcing us to be on your time for one day, I think will uh, not allow us to maximize on the amount of votes that could take place. But just announcing it, it's an idea. Let us know what you think. You can hit me up, hit Brandon up, don't matter. Hit Amin up, whoever you feel comfortable talking to, and uh, get that information back to us. Big Fish Vega trying you one more time. I don't know. Maybe you was driving and all that goodness. If not, going out to my longtime listener, my uh, alumna and ringer. One of the fighters is going to lose, and no matter what, Don King's going to win. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's in America, man. That's enterprise. I didn't write the rules. I revolutionized the pay scale in boxing. I paid fighters more money than anyone in the history of the sport. That is a true fact. You know what I mean? That has been so, well, I be, well, the only, only thing I could be guilty of is hitting them in the head with $100 bills, giving them dignity, pride, and a lot of money. So now whatever it is is more than what they could get from any adversary of mine. Otherwise, they wouldn't be with me. Shout out Tabo, Riddick Bo, Bozy Ennis, Bo Mack, Bo Jackson. It's Bo and Bama chiming in. You know what I'm saying? On the Maxayo versus Gary Russell. It was a great performance by Gary. Great performance by Mark Maxayo, you know. Uh, I wasn't too impressed with Maxayo specifically. I was impressed more with Gary Russell fighting the man with one, with one hand. One arm. It was good to see. And at the end, he said that he had the lingering injury. He let us know before the fight. It seemed to be pretty genuine and honest. He said he's going to get the surgery. He's never had surgery on the shoulder. He said he's going to get the surgery, and he's coming back. So I feel like he's going to test the shoulder out after surgery. And if it's good, he's going to be back. He's only 33 years old. He's younger than Bud. He's younger than Porter. He's younger than the a lot of other champions in the sport right now. You know what I'm saying? He only a couple years older than uh, Errol Spence or maybe a year or two older than Anthony Joshua. He's younger than a Wilder. You know what I'm saying? He young. He the same age as Fury. He the same age as me. So I feel like he can come back, and I feel like he'll be a champion again. That's how I feel because up until that shoulder went out, my boy got them hands straight up. What you think about that, Ness? What you think about that King guy, I mean? I, I think even when the shoulder went out, he was still putting hands on. I don't think he lost, man, but, you know. Did he, did he show you heart? Yeah, he showed heart. Did he show, he you, show, did he but, show but, you speed but, but, even but heart, with one hand? Did he show you speed? But heart ain't what I needed yes, to did. see. What I saw was skill. I saw skill. One, I saw one he guy did. being able to still not be hit with yeah, one good. Um, I saw one guy put on a display of magnificent, magnificent. pivots. Those pivots yes, were sir. out of this world, man. He's yes, a teacher. Sir. He needs to teach someone else how to pivot that good. Um, so that, so that, I don't know, man. I don't know. Boxing is crazy, man. Until we get a universal way of scoring. Well, sucks. just know. You got to know this, brother. 
I've been watching boxing for a while, and I've noticed that over the last few years, the judges have been going away from that defensive style. They they push it. You got to go based off what the king of the sport is doing. Whoever the best at the sport in that time is typically how the judge is going to score everybody else under that. If the best at the sport is more aggressive, uh, walk down, come forward, knockout fighter, that, that's what the judges seem to be looking for, you know what I'm saying, across the whole sport of boxing. It's based, and like when Floyd was there, yeah, they fuck with the defense and things, you know what I'm saying, but now that Canelo there, they scoring for that Canelo style. They scoring for the man that's going to put on the excitement from uh, offense rather than defense specifically. Like if Floyd was boxing right now, We'll be calling some robberies on that motherfucker. They'll be robbing him. If he was they, fighting right now, they on never, high level, they never, they that? never go rob Floyd. See, because the difference with Floyd is that mm-hmm. he was so accurate. See, mm-hmm. see, you know, some of some of Gary fight, shots. I think he'll get robbed next. In a close fight, I, I think know, they're man. robbing brother. He's so accurate, bro. He he hits you clean and clear, and then you don't hit him. It's so like. He's truly the Matrix. He was always the the Matrix. Right. And at the same time, he would be uh, the highest in the sport, too, if he was still in it. So maybe I'm wrong with that statement. And I have no problem being wrong. But what I really like to hear about is Border Wars. It's still around. The premiere for the Border Wars in Florida, Plant City, just came out. Y'all should go back and watch that. It's a highlight reel. A lot of action. A lot of competition. Beautiful venue, great refereeing, great commentary, great ring, beautiful ring car girls. It's all there. What you need, TBV got it when it comes to the border wars. You on the couch, you want to punch a motherfucker, you can do it. You got to come to border wars, though. Got it for you. It's supposed to be in Mexico coming up soon. New Mexico, that is. Come down, hang out with us, have a good time. And if you feel up to the challenge, get in the ring and swing. Shout out Don King. Shout out Roger Mayweather. Boy and Bama signing out. Yeah, man. Border Wars is out. Let me uh screen share and pin it. This is it right here, bros. This is it right there. Look at that. With the effects and all the goodness. Look at my boy Elias. Shout out to RX. Anthony, Big Money Forbes, I see you. Esteban, look at, look at the quality, man. Shout out Zip Zantana. Uh, look at Info Joe, looking spiffy. Belts. ASAP Pablo, all the fighters. Yeah, ASAP with the man bun. <laughs> him, and, him and Marvin keeping the man buns alive. Shout out Hector Munoz. I'm telling you, is out. I'm a pin it. You know, um, shout out to Canna, man. What would I do without you, champ? My man always be working. I had it, I had it uploaded, and I, I didn't even get an opportunity to uh, publish it. And uh, he did, he took the the initiative, man. That's what we need around here. Go get us, huh? I love it. I love it. I love it. We got a couple super chests. I think they came in. Let me see here. Man, these dogs stay snoring. They don't want to be without me. That's the problem. They attached, man. Big ass babies, bro. Then they just come in here to sleep. Both of them snoring up a storm. 
yeah, okay. So we got Majimba was the next one. I thought we had one before him, but we got the to Big Matthew. So Majimba says Rigo was robbed by Sean Gibbons. Sabril Matisse is a beast. Let's see Tank and Sabril. And I want to nominate Bowen Bama for Caller of the Year. Uh, you see, that's why these these things have to be on the on the actual posts, so that we can uh, take those that information and create the actual vote. Um, that being said, Sabril hits hard. It's obvious he hits hard, but he can't he can't beat Tank. He gets hit too much. His his yeah, left Tank hand stops him actually. His left hand is too low. Tank will smother his ass, and and that same Madonna right hand that that this this Russian was landing, Tank will land that shit. I don't know how much little you know, I don't know how big of a size discrepancy it is for Tank and him, but I seen what he did to Red Catch. I know that was spawn, but I seen what he did to Red Catch. I can't unsee it. There's no way to unsee it. You know what I mean? Plus, you know, he just came, you know came out of spar recently with Porter, the legend of Tank. As far as the boxing, keeps growing. You know, people know about the exactly. It keeps growing. I heard he could box. That boy could box. He could box, box, box. And so, dudes, get on here. We interviewing. Y'all ain't seen nothing. Y'all ain't even seen him box yet, man. I yo, yeah. word is born, man. People admitting, Porter admitted, he admitted. Nah, that boy Tank special. Come on, man. We got to stop. Look, when it was Crawford getting all these legendary rumors, people forced us, oh, you got to believe. You know, all right, maybe I was one of the long ones. I took the long route. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is, you know, uh, practice what you preach. If you was preaching that Crawford gym rumor stories, Tank got those by the dozens. Sure. I, I, and listen, because it's Tank, I'll take the Pitbull rematch, Death Threat. I'll take the Pitbull rematch because I know Tank with, with two arms, he'll destroy him too. Quicker. Quicker. Mean and viciously. I'm telling you. Let me get to Mr. Maldonado. We did it first, we did it first, and we motivate even the greats. Yo, shout out to Brandon, the producer, for making the greatest caller intro ever. That shit is crazy. Um, you, know, did you know Gary Russell, man? I didn't think he was that young. Gary Russell was around as a young up-and-coming contender or prospect around the time when Eurokis Gamboa was Javante Davis. When Gamboa was Tank Davis at the time, because he was the man at 126, Gary Russell was being built up as a potential big fight for Gamboa. And it's a shame that Gary Russell never moved up in weight. 
you know. Yeah, I don't he know, was chasing me cool. I don't know when that was happening, man, because Gamboa. I remember that. That was Gamboa, at HBO. Gamboa was never on the same. Uh, Not on the same level, pay per view wise. No, 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 no. I'm talking about he was never with Al for that fight to happen. No. No, but it, no, but but he was in the same division at the time. That's when they were trying to build up. First, they were trying to build up Chant, Juan Chant, Ma, Lopez. Chant, 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 Chant. Remember, up? remember that it's two different promoters, two different businesses. Gamboa was with Top Rank. They was always trying to give him the to to Rios, and before it was Rios, he was allegedly. Again, before it was Rios, he was allegedly supposed to get Wama, but every time they gave him a Wama victim, he destroyed he the him. victim. He killed him. They and, were built Wama. See, Wama and came Wama out of slipped way, up not, too because he lost to Salido twice. He fucked. Yeah, up. and he lost to Salido. Who remember Salido got had got beaten by Gamboa. For, so they said, all right. Let's put Juan Ma with one of his guys. Let's see if Juan Ma could do what Gamboa does, which is beat the other guy at the They over marinated though. Shit the best. Yo, they wanted. Yo, they, they made each other. They made both fighters fight like three of each other's victims. Like that shit. You over marinating this shit. Shit was. Yo, stupid. Ness, you know, you know what it was that scared. I'm gonna tell you what scared Bob for making that fight because you know Juan Ma was a bigger draw because he was Puerto Rican. Juan Ma came out of nowhere and knocked out Daniel Ponce de Leon. He blew him out. So then um, this dude was building him up as the next Puerto Rican. So then Juanma had that tough fight with the African dude, Matagua, that almost fucking killed him. And Gamboa and then they put Matagua in, Gamboa. Smoked him in two rounds, bro. He destroyed smoked him. him. He smoked him. So that's when they was like, whoa. I Let's pump that. the brakes. Because Bob, Bob was actually going to try to sacrifice Gamboa to Juanma because well, Gamboa was looking chinny and Juanma was cracked. But then when they seen what Gamboa did... They were like, wait a minute, we're going to have to build this up. And Even after Matagua, after Matagua, he destroyed another Wama opponent. Destroyed him. Yeah. And yo, not for nothing, Wama wasn't that bad. Wama actually had a couple of wins in the rivalry with Puerto Rico. He beat Wama, he beat um, Juan Manuel nah, Marquez's brother, Rafael. They, they just they just match made him wrong. Nobody could nobody could expect what was going to happen with uh with 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 Salido. Salido has so many losses. No one expected that. But that motherfucker could punch. Yo, not for nothing. That's crazy. Salido's resume is alright, man. He beat fucking remember he beat Lomachenko. And he's the one that took the O from Juanma. And he beat you know, uh, Salido got a lot of losses. I'm pretty sure he beat Robert Guerrero too. He beat Robert Guerrero, the one that's about to win? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, but what I was trying to tell you was Gary Russell was around that same time. He wasn't in the same promotion, but he was he was being built up by Al Heyman. And I've heard people say, oh, imagine him. Because I remember one time he was on an HBO card, and he was it was some fight that they used for highlights where he blew the dude up with like a 15-punch combination. In like two seconds, he threw that combination. And HBO announcers were talking about, oh, what about if he was to fight Gamboa? They was talking about that. And it's a shame that Gary Russell never moved up in weight, bro. Man, stop blaming he, that shit on Gary. Gamboa was never going to get given to Gary, man. Knock it off. Either and, way, the and point they is... they was Gary, never on the I'm same level, man. Gary was on sh fucking HBO fighting eight-rounders. Gamboa was a championship boxer. He literally won titles on HBO. They was never in the same level. 
HBO did mention it. HBO said, imagine a fight bruh, between him bruh, and Gamboa bruh. down Larry, the road. Larry Merchant mentioned Pacquiao and Canelo, dog. Like, that shit don't mean nothing. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that Gary Russell been around for so long, since Gamboa's days, and he never got the big fight, man. He should have he should have fucking took the Devin Haney fight when it was being offered. Word is born. He should have took... Yeah, he should have took the term sheet. The Crawford fight, all right, that's different. Crawford would have Crawford would have ruined him. But they could have put him in with Haney. And, and believe it or not, he would have gave Haney a good fight. If he would have got in range, he would have touched Haney up because JoJo, I'm not saying he would have beaten Haney, but it would have been a competitive fight, bro. I've I seen what he did to JoJo Diaz. He beat him more impressive than Haney did. And short arms and all, man. Gary I Russell could fight, bro. I don't know about all that shit, but... He did his thing for sure, but I don't know about all that more impressive shit. He got hit less than Devin Haney did in that fight. Yeah, I would. He got I, hit less than Devin Haney. I, I just seen him. I just seen him like like this fight, like the Mike Siago fight. I seen him sit in the pocket and bite down, and that's what I admired. I don't know about that yeah. better than Devin Haney shit though. I would, the way I, he turns and pivots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he's more on defense. Haney control you with the offense. Haney control you with jabs and body shots, uh, uh, round roundhouse rights to the head, loopy rights around your guard. Like uh, uh, Gary's controlling you with pivots, keeping you off balance, kind of like Loma. That's why he had difficulties with Loma, because it was like yeah, because everything he do, Loma do better. Kinda. Sound like boots right now, but yeah, what he do, he do uh, better. Everywhere, you know everywhere but I'm looking. Everywhere I'm looking, let me screen. Look, I'm on Facebook trying to trying to find something while I'm talking to you. But look, I'm in one of the boxing posts. This shit got like 300,000 subscribers, right? Look, 150,000 members, right? The first post there, Gary Russell is a, is a phenom. He fought that young boy with one hand. Everybody's saying the same shit, man. It's, it's crazy that Twitter, <laughs> Twitter and fucking... Showtime seen it a whole nother way, bro. I'm just shocked. I'm like, what the fudge? The networks create their narratives at the end of the day, bro. You know, they do that. If you watch boxing and just listen to the color commentators, they're going to make you think somebody's winning a fight, man. Word. That's, That's how sure. it is. To this day, listen to this. Everybody always talks about Floyd. Um, didn't beat Castillo the first time. I watched that fight one time without HBO on a um on a I think it was ESPN plus with the with ESPN back with the um ESPN commentators right and watching that shit without the HBO biases that fight wasn't as close as people say it was. I, I think Madonna and man, I think Miguel yo, Cotto Floyd, gave Floyd, Floyd better fight. Old news, man. Talk to me about your boy Mike Siago versus Haney. You talking about? Gary, what would what, what the fuck would Mar Haney do versus that? Haney? What would what would Haney do to that dude, Marciago, man? Hey, come on, Haney, Haney about to fight Cambrosis, I think. Cambrosis running scared, man. He he got the to he got the toism. No, no, my man, Tiafimo is gonna Yo, fight. Yo, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Since you know so much history, can you name another fighter that has called out more? Undisputed, uh, called out more unified champs to make the undisputed fight than Devin. I'm gonna tell you somebody that was really duck back like, in the days. Nah, Mike nah, McCallum, nah, bro. nah, nah. Don't give me the history lesson. I'm asking you. You man. asking me about fighters I'm that was duck? You. What about Andre? Has Andre had the opportunity to call out two different unified champs that that if he fought, 
he would be able to be undisputed? Nah, he hasn't, right? Uh-huh. Nah, right? He, he, he wanted Canelo. He did want Canelo. Yeah, okay, but that's one That's one dude that could have did Undisputed with you. Who's the next dude that could do Undisputed with you? You see that? You see how, how he had Tio? You see how he had Loma? Like, yo, Loma, let's do Undisputed. Yo, hold on. Let's get something straight. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How was Loma ducking Haney when... Haney doesn't even have a belt at the time. Brother. Why choose Haney? But you can fight Tia Fimo and Unified, bro. Become undisputed. He took franchise, brother. He took franchise. That's, yeah, but he's on top rank, bro. That's the definition of duck. Tia Fimo, Tia Fimo is, a, is a bigger fight. We're not changing that. Tia Fimo is a bigger fight than Devin Haney. Listen Spanish dude in Madison Square Garden. Sergey Kovalev is a bigger fight than Charlo. He's still duck. Sergey Kovalev is a three-time world champion at the same division. Fought Andre Ward twice on pay-per-view. Sergey Kovalev is a bigger name than Charlo, and still Canelo ducked Charlo by taking franchise. Stop trying to change it. That belt was always a duck belt. You just used to act like it wasn't because it was Tio. He no longer has it. You don't have to lie anymore. Can Cambrose ain't ducking Devin Haney, man. They're gonna I mean, make that fight. If they, if you fight anybody other than Devin Haney, you you are ducking because. There's only six undisputed male champions in the world. You telling everybody that you don't want to be part of that history. That's what Tio told him that he was cursed. If Camboso does the same, he'll be cursed because in this game, it ain't just about money. You gotta stay, you gotta make your legacy. You gotta make your legacy. Or it's gonna come back to bite you. Now, 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 now Tio's dad ain't the greatest trainer. He letting other people lead the the, the 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 charge. Oh man, you hating on Tio, bro. He's coming I back. Hating. Man. I ain't hating. I'm just, and, and I'm, he wasn't, I keep and he it wasn't real. ducking Devin Haney, bro. I keep it real. He wasn't ducking Devin Haney. What he was doing. He wasn't what happened with the what, meeting with Bob? Come doing? on, man. What he was doing when he when, what happened, when with, he the asked, what, what, what happened with the meeting with Bob? Listen to me. Don't ask about a meeting when your man said, give us four, when, de- when, 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 when Eddie said, yeah, we'll give you four, they say, nah, we want 10. Come on, bro. They ain't even make 10 in their life. They just got what? They're like negotiating, two? bro. They got like two million? And- so, so again, again, you got like two point something million to fight Cambosos. You got 1.2 million to fight That was Lola. mandatory. Listen to me, champ. Listen, listen to me, listen to me, because sometimes you and that other dude, y'all be on some bullshit. Like, y'all, y'all drugged up on Tio. You got 1.2 and some change to fight the biggest fight of your career, Loma. Then you made a little bit more than that, whatever the actual number is, two point something to fight Cambosos. But you telling the world that for the email champ, the dude that's a kid, the dude that, 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 that you'll knock out, you want 10 million dollars now now let me put this into perspective before you just ramble off into some bullshit and don't be honest Crawford just made six million to fight Porter a two-time welterweight champ with the resume of a Hagler or Hearns man like let's be real boxing fans bro why does the world want 10 million dollars to fight Devin Haney man that's what you call negotiating, bro. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Negotiate. They start at 10. They start at 10. They, they talk it down to five or six. That's oh, negotiating. Man. You know all business, right. that's, that's e- what that's e- about, even, bro. Even if it's five or six, 
Why, why for Loma you taking 1.2? For Cambosos, you ain't getting five or six? And he was taking you to Australia. Because he was giving you your biggest fight, according to your dad. Come on, stop, man. You be you y'all be lying for this dude. To, this shit is hilarious. to become great, Hideous. you gotta take you, you gotta take the low you gotta take the low pay sometimes. Just like Floyd took Floyd took the, the, the B side money from Oscar De La Hoya to become the man. So Tia Fimo dare to be great and said, Fuck it, I'll take that one point two from Loma and beat Lomachenko become the man. That's what grades do, exactly. So now you want That's ten million. Do. Now you want ten million for Devin Haney, your alleged. That's negotiating fight. for so called under undis undisputed, bro. For undisputed, everybody kept calling Devin Haney the champion, right? All right, we're undisputed. We're going to make it happen. I'll, let's start at 10. Let's talk him down to 6 or 7. That's how it is. That's how it goes. You know, the sad, part up, is, right, the sad part is that when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done and don't nobody remember you, like people don't remember KO King, Randall, Bailey. People don't remember so many fighters that you can mention right now because you know more history than me. When it's all said and done, and nobody remembers Tio. The history books will never lie. He was never undisputed. No, they're going to remember Tio. They're going to remember But he was, but he was never undisputed. But he was never undisputed. When when the history books close and they reopen for someone to read them, it's never going to read undisputed Tiafimo Lopez. You yeah, know but his career, is not, his career is not over But yet. that's okay. But I'm just saying, YouTube will still be around. Video information will undisputed. still be around, and people will know the story that he never undisputed. He was the most hated on fighter of this generation, bro. He was undisputed. Jose Suleiman even said it, bro. Wow. Mauricio Suleiman. <laughs> Mauricio. You see Yo, how I gotta, go. I gotta go, man. I gotta go. That's why I like Cambosis, man. Different energy. He like Bob. Don't nobody care. Ain't nobody coming to see Haney or Loma. I'll hit cap and talk about Loma's your biggest fight. Bruh, this ain't about you. It's about me. You know what I mean? But, you know, people be drugged up off their favorite fighter, man. Drugged up off their favorite fighter. Hawk in Maryland, what up? Yo, what's up, Ness? What's goody? Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, my brother. Hey, yeah, uh, uh, I'm kind of a, uh, I ain't kind of, I'm a street dude, bro. So all of the uh, the stuff with uh, Gary Russell Jr., bro, uh, it's kind of wild. You know, those people was on him like that. You know, how you talk about Al and how you talk about Floyd. And, uh, you know, he's fighting once a year. And he barking, you know, talking about Tank, all these different fighters, you know. And then, you know, uh, everybody's <laughs> congratulating him for, so you his, saying, so for you his performance that, out there. You with saying one the hand. fix is in. You saying Hold the on. fix is in. No, 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 no. I'm saying he out there. Everybody congratulating him fighting out there with one hand. You know what I'm saying? But this is my. This is how I feel. He could have did that one handed. Put it like this. I got to shout out Jay Z first because everybody is is uh uh. uh Everybody is shouting out the, the one that got shot. I, I shout out the one that did the shooting. Gary got shot because he didn't bring all of his tools to the gunfight. He come out there unprepared. In my opinion, he should have canceled the fight if he knew two weeks ago. Or, since he known all of his career and he fights once a year, he should have got a shoulder fix before he even came. But 
he, you know, the way he talked about everybody and everything, he knew those people was out for him. So you go to, you go to sign your contract and you go fight this dude unprepared, one hand. That looks cute, okay? But do that in the gym or IG. Show us that on IG. Show us that on the YouTube page. You in the gym, you fighting a dude with one hand. But not on Saturday night when we sit down to watch you fight for your title. No, you come all the way, best you can at 100%, best you can. Don't do that. I, I didn't, I didn't, I thought, I thought that, uh, uh, um, you know, he could have, he could have, for somebody who don't fight, he shouldn't be able to injury. And then how did he pass? Don't they got some kind of, um, uh, don't you got to pass some kind of physical? How do you, you can't even lift your arm four, four rounds into the fight. No, I just, you know, I, 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 I in my opinion, it was all, it was all nice. He did outbox the dude. He's looking, whatever. But do that on your own time, man. Do that one-handed stuff, but don't, don't, don't come to the fight already knowing you got one on on national TV fighting for your title while your fans. He think he did something for his fans, but he didn't because he showed up unprepared for a fight. And we congratulate him for doing what he did, but he ain't had to do it. He could have postponed it, fought the fight the right way, especially knowing they out to take the titles from him anyway because he's holding the belt. They say he's the longest reigning champion, but he fight once a year. It's like a holiday to see this dude fight, and he is good. But you know, uh, two years <laughs> in one past, COVID, all that. A holiday. He, he should have had his own <laughs> fix by now, bro. <laughs> he should have had his own fix by now. That should that should even have came up. But since it did two weeks ago, he should have counseled it two weeks ago. We would have understood better than watching. Yeah, but they would have stripped him. They would have stripped him and lose his belt. They would have stripped them, maybe. That's well, they just—they just did it. They just did it. Yeah, but at least that's he, what they did. He gave them the because he did. sure won the fight. But Hulk, at least he went out with a fighter's a fighting chance. But you know what I'm saying? If you pull out, they just stripping you. Even though I don't get it, how he couldn't get an extension due to the medical injury? Like that's fucking crazy. But. It's like you said, man. They wanted him out, man. They wanted him out. They got him out. It's that simple, man. They wanted him out. They got him out. I'm in the ocean. Yeah. You say you the big fish. I'm looking for you. Maybe a fist. Get his tail out his butt. And he'll fight you. You are watching a master at work. Big in the motherfucker, man. We ain't gonna be able to fire your punk ass out. Ah, you wanna bet? Whoa. You bet a million. I'll break your fucking neck. J Mac, New Orleans. Don't like what I said, nigga. Do something fucking bad. No. No. The best no. Give me the time. Give me the time. SDS promotion. Get ready for the what up, Ness? What up, um, what up, what up? Who else on here? I mean. All right, what up, I mean? Hey, shout out to SS, SDS Promotion with the uh, hot new intro. Um, as far as the fight, I didn't even watch it last night. I didn't get to it. Basketball season picking up, so I've been more focused into that. I did hear Gary uh, lost and that injury that uh, Mr. Yachin reported seemed like it was pretty accurate. Um, but I'm not I'm not sad for Gary. I mean, I think Gary was long in the two. I think it was time for him to uh, have a seat. 
go sit down somewhere, did a lot of more talking and fighting. And it's time for that uh, division to get shaken up. Um, I did hear just um, uh, I forget his name, but call on here. I respect his calls. Um, he's Hawk, yeah, Hawk in Maryland, speaking on that it was time for him to uh give the belt up. And I, I think it was time, man. Like, this dude don't fight nobody. He won't sit around and talk. All these imaginations about going up to 147, uh, Doug and Devin Haney, and just multiple things. And we don't need dudes like that in this sport. I don't give a shit who you are. Um, for as uh, Devin calling him a bum, uh, calling a pony lost to a bum, that was a little crazy. But I guess Devin just felt like, you know, that was his industry for uh, Gary. It was more, um, I think it was more towards Gary than actually insulting the fire, Mark or uh, the Filipino. I think it was just pretty much more uh, attacking Gary uh, lost and everything and everything he feel for him and all that. I miss anything else? Uh, I mean, yeah. nah, pretty much just this weekend's fights. We got a couple news in those, but nothing serious. Well, that's it, man. Um, shit. That's, uh, that's it. I'll I holler at y'all tomorrow. All right. See you on the AM, right. champ. Salute, brother. Um, so, Big Fish Vega trying you yet again. Once you're saying I ain't get to you, no Big Fish. So, there was some things we didn't touch on here. Uh, what we got, what we got. So the Gary Antoine Russell versus Victor Poster, we briefly brushed on that. That's a nice fight for him, man. This is going to make me, I'm going to be honest, I don't think I ever watched this kid like that. It's going to be the first time. I, I You know, I've, I, I used to verbalize my motto a little bit more in the past, but I've gotten busy with other shit. But, like, that's really always been my motto. I know you know because you've been listening for a while. Like, I'm not watching you till I got to watch you. You fighting Victor Postal. I got to watch you. I don't know who Gary Antoine Russell has been fighting before then. He's been living off his brother's name, being real, in my opinion. Nah, nah. Let me help you out and, and pull up the box records. I say I got it, it out. I'm not gonna... I got it out right now. Now, now there was a fight that he just fought in. I think it was it ended in some sort of weird technical draw, some sort of shit. So um, is it is it not this one, Gary Antoine Russell? Yeah, it's him. The Southpaw? I don't know if he's the Southpaw or not, but I know it's Gary Antoine. Because he's been fighting on most of the PBC undercards. Wait. Um, I got Gary Antoine. Let me see if this is different. Yeah, this say Antoine. Yeah. I don't know, because there's a different face coming. I thought it was the other dude. Gary Antoine Russell. Antoine Russell. I thought it was Antoine. What in the feeds? What in the refrigerator? Let me see if I can get a picture from the internet other than box rat. I'm sorry, but go on. No, I'm just saying he's been in a couple decent fights. Um, I think he might have been in a couple ten rounders. The last couple fights, I think I've seen him in ten rounders. Um. So, you know, this, he seems like he's moving in a good direction, and, and he boxes good. I mean, the only thing reminds Giovanni me Santiago, is, is that the fight? Because it wasn't – he don't got no draws. That's why I'm I'm wondering 
and he is at 140. His last fight was at 140. Um, so you know, I, I just could be mistaken something else, but but yeah, but uh, Giovanni Santiago kid. So uh, you know, you can keep talking, but just look at the at the YouTube, and I'm gonna show you why I'm having an issue because this is one face that's coming up for Gary Russell, and then the article it's this face, and they look two different people. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like eight of them, and they all the Gary Russell. The only thing different is their middle name. So, you know what I mean? They they, they could have just got the wrong photo or the wrong Gary Russell. I don't know. But, I mean, again, if if we going off of this box, right, he ain't got nobody on here that I even know, bro. And I'm supposed to know somebody. Maybe Marcos Mojica, and I promise you, that better not be my man from Twitter. Oh, no, he old from Nicaragua. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. I mean, I don't know this, these fighters. This is why I didn't watch him. Promise you. How many fights he got? 14 fights, 14 KOs. We talking about the same dude? Yeah. Bro, he ain't fight anyone I know. He's in there against post, you know, adorable. shit, bro. I mean, I don't know none of these dudes. Like, Josh Ross, Jesus Lili, Larry Yanez, <laughs> Keeson Freeman, Andrew Rogers, Wilmer Rodriguez, Jose Arturo Escovedo. Maybe I know him. And only because of the last... Oh, he don't even got a picture on BoxRec. And he's not Brazilian. He's Mexican, so it's definitely not him. Bruh. Who are these people? Like, Robert? Oh, 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 oh. Is this? No, it's not even him either. This is what I'm saying. I thought Robert Alamanasa was Robert Garcia the, that Margarito fought. It's not even, bro, I don't know, bro. Larry, who, look at these names, bro. Mel Carton. All of them guys. My man got four straight losses, bro. Like, I don't know. That's a big step up. <laughs> You've been watching him. Is he boots like or something? Oh, not I'm, to me. I, they saying I'm a hater because I know. Do I got to screen share these fucking names? What is going on with y'all? Like. Yeah, I know I've been I've been at least doing this for 12 years, right? So, like, even if you don't want to believe I watch boxing, at least I've been watching for the last 12. Like, I should know someone on the 14-0 prospects, right? I know people on Berlanga's resume. We know Steve Rose. We know the two last dudes that he just fought, uh, Demond Nicholson and all that. Like, we know those names, like... Who the fuck are these dudes? I'm not trying to play this dude out. I'm just keeping it G. Like, I don't know these names. You don't know Giovanni Santiago? I'm going to click on it, but off name, no. Maybe face. Maybe face. Is that is that um, nickname Boca Chica, maybe? Right? I don't know. Listen, he not even Dominican. He Puerto Rican, man. Who the fuck is Giovanni? Oh, he lost to Adrian Broner. When was that? In Mohegan's son, 
is this the real Adrian Broner? When the fuck he fought? <laughs> So, so Giovanni fought Broner, his Broner's last fight. I ain't even watched that. You knew that? Yeah, yeah. No, well, and that's why I kept saying his last opponent. You know, I didn't again. I, that's why I told you pull up the box rack. Now, remember Broner's last fight? Everybody was like, "Yo, Broner lost. Broner lost. Broner lost." Yeah. This was the guy that you know what I'm saying gave Broner a hard time. So I guess off of this fight. They're giving him Victor Postal. And it ain't off that only. It's, it's also because he got a couple wins off Boots and the Amateurs. Dude's just trippy with that shit. Listen, Danny got a few wins on Crawford and the Amateurs. M Mikey got a win on Crawford and the Amateur. <coughs> ain't nobody picking them dudes to beat Crawford, man. Stop with this amateur win shit bullshit. When we in the pros, we in the pros, and nobody knows what's going down in them pros, man. Get up out of here with that garbage. But they saying Gary Russell, uh, this Russell versus Postal, February 26th on Showtime. And it should be the undercard of Chris Colbert versus Robert Gutierrez on Showtime at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. So this is happening in a few days, fellas. Like, literally 33 days from now. Yeah, that's fire, though. That's crazy. What you think? Yo, you watch fight. them. You watch them. I ain't watch them. You got to tell the community: Is he gonna beat nah, Victor Postal? Listen, not nah, listen. I I don't know. Is Postal shot? Does he got a drinking problem? Does drinking? Drogue? Listen, I'm I'm asking. Don't don't take this as any sort of fact. What I'm saying is, off of that his last win, I couldn't tell you that that's Victor Postal ready, but Postal's durable, and maybe they want to see if he can go rounds against a boxer. Cause they know Postal is not gonna. Postal you know, ain't Postal. fought since his loss to uh, Jose Ramirez. Yeah, so. But Postal that was a majority decision. That was a majority. Postal's durable, man. Postal's not that, no bum. I mean, not even Josh Teller, big ass, knocked him out. Crawford didn't knock him out. Like. They out here wilding. Like, this kid must have some skill. He better have skills to rely on because he obviously may not, may not, you know, because at this age, maybe, you know, Postal finally lays down because he's inactive and old. But at this stage, he still hasn't been stopped by punchers. Yeah, again, unless they want him to go some rounds, you know what I'm saying? Unless they know Postal going to give him a test and see, is his power real? He should be able to put down Postal at his age coming off a layoff. Maybe that's what they think. Or they're going to say, you know, does he have an IQ? What does he do against an experienced fighter championship level? I'm not saying, you know, they're moving him fast because he's 14-0, and 0, but this is a big jump right Huge here. Huge jump. Maybe, and maybe they want to move him fast. Huge jump, yo. But don't get me wrong. They probably seen that Lundy fight. I remember Lundy telling me he he felt he beat Postal back then when he had to fly out to Ukraine. And, you know, I don't know. But, again, that would be crazy to, like, think 20 years ago when Postal's had a, a plethora of experience since then with elite-level fighters. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting. And, 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 you know, no disrespect to Gary, but this is when I watch. You doing something that, you know, you got to earn my time, man. Like, yeah, I'm all about giving prospects shine and all that, but, like, he didn't need me, you know. He had his family and Al to push 
that name out there. Um, now he's got to prove that he can stand on his own two and not just off that name because this is a real fight. But Victor is coming off a long layoff, and he's 38 years old. You know, it, it, it can be the right time. However, he is 5'11", always in nice shape. But he still could be a little rusty. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. But both Dan Rayfield and Michael Coppinger are reporting this. Um, they're reporting that Gary Russell has agreed to the fight. So it should be on that uh, Gutierrez versus Cobra undercard. Um, and again, Russell is a 2016 Olympians. And he's got, uh, you know, I don't know these names. I guess the biggest win would be Giovanni because he lost to Broner. <laughs> Crazy, yo. Crazy. But I got Payne in the building. James, that is. James Payne is my name, partner. How about you? How about Standing you? on my property and I'm gonna see about you. If I come out on my porch, I see you chilling in your wheel. Boy, I hope you know somebody better be waiting on the bitch. Uh, James Payne, baby, see me pissing on the post. If we're playing basketball, you might see me in the post. Yo, 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 TVV was popping. How the audio sign? Straight. All right, late night action in the truck on the highway with my little boy in the back listening to some TVV, some boxing talk, man. What y'all talking about? Y'all still what, talking about Gary? No, nah, man, not right now. I just got done with a side job, and I took my little boy with me so he could see how we hustle and how we grind on some grown man. But he only four years old, but I brought him with me because I've been, you know, grinding my nine to five. Then afterwards, I've been doing a lot of OT. Like I've been, I just started a handyman service on the side. So I've been working some handyman jobs in the nights here recently. And I had my little boy with me so I can get some father-son time. And at the same time, he can see how daddy make it happen when he ain't making it happen. You know what I'm saying? So he seen me, uh, you know, he was just with me as I was doing one of these little jobs here and Night now, I'm taking him back to the crib. No, I mean, listening to some TBV. We got an hour drive back to the crib. So we still talking about Gary, upset Russell. What we talking about? We talking about what we talking about? Chris Colbert. We talking about all that. We talking about all that. Oh, man. So, man, yo, 2021-2022, man, when you talk about your upsets, man, if we just put ten dollars on some of these upsets just as a trip just for fun just for shits and giggles man man we probably be counting hundreds right about now man i ain't see that coming even though gary had one arm he was the one arm bandit man but they they just wasn't feeling them man as i was listening to the, the live fight chat when y'all was doing it it just seemed like they was just ready to get up off of gary man move on I guess it's the activity. I really don't know what it was, man. But it was, it was, it was a sad, sad occasion to see Gary, man, the, the king of Cal, go down like that to this, this, this Pacquiao cookie cut imitation. You know what I'm saying? The the store brand version of Pacquiao, man. It was a terrible sight. But I mean, maybe this will free him up for bigger, better things once he gets this shoulder. 
recuperated and everything like that. What's the next big fight coming up on the docket, though? Is it the Thurman and the Barrios, or is it this Colbert card I'm hearing y'all talk about? What's, what's coming up next? Uh, next would be would be uh, Thurman the fifth. On the fifth, man, Keith Thurman, he coming back. We done already talked about this, though, man. One time, need to go ahead and, and get back back to action, man. Go ahead and restore that namesake one time. If Tank can do this dude in 11, then we need Keith to do this dude better than that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to make a heavyweight comparison because these guys are not heavyweights, but I'm just going to say it's kind of similar to when AJ had that action with with Dominique, Dominic went a few rounds with AJ. Then Wilder got his opportunity with Dominic and did him in the first round. And AJ was so shook off of that performance that he went trying to outdo Wilder and got done in by Andy. So I'm not saying that it's tit for tat with this, but we've seen what Tank has done with bigger men. Um, you know, he, he takes bigger men and, and he makes their head spin like a bottle cap. You know what I mean? So one time is a true welterweight. He's been welterweight royalty for many, many, many moons, man. And this is his get back year up, supposedly. So you got a guy that's not a welterweight coming up to welterweight to campaign for his fight. So this is Keith's my opportunity, man, to show us what he's working with. Thanks to Ness, Ness Heyman, we got the inside scoop that Thurman been fighting middleweight, super middles, looking good. So he's used to fighting big men, so he should have that pop, 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 pop. Should have that working for him, so hopefully he'll go ahead and lace him up on this Barrios cat, get him out of here in about eight or less. You know what I mean? Make it a quick night so we can go ahead and get the Roman meal started about who Keith next opponent will be. That'll be a good look. Uh, what's some of the action on that undercard too, man? Which undercard for the Colbert fight? That's the first fight announced. Is uh, Gary? I don't know Gary Br Russell versus uh, Victor Poster, but I don't know how to pronounce his middle name. This on the this on the Thurman undercard or this on oh, the Colbert no. undercard? Thurman undercard is the return of uh, Barrios and the return of Leo Santa Cruz. Leo, who Leo got? He got a tune up in this a little tuna fish sandwich. Yeah, somebody will know. Uh, well, I mean, hey, that was another tank victim. So it's saying like this is the tank victim redemption card. Okay, yeah, what's yeah, up? Yeah, like, yeah. So hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it's good to see PVC get you know find a way to still get these guys some checks, man, so they can still eat. You know, For still sure. get fed. That's a good look. Uh, I'm ready to see Chris Colbert get in there again. You know what I'm saying? And, and get his action going on. And, uh, man, shout out to TVV, man. Thanks for giving me some airtime. You know, I ain't really got too much to talk about. You know, it's just boxing. So, you know, talk some boxing. Uh, we got a car out this weekend in Oak Grove, Kentucky, uh, coming up this weekend. We got, uh, we got, uh, Louis Galaza. Fighting on that car, we got uh Rodell should be fighting on that car. We got uh Demontez uh Duncan fighting on that car. We got Eric Draper fighting on that car. So we got some we got some fights coming up this weekend in Oak Grove, Kentucky. So if anybody is in the Middle Tennessee or the Kentucky area, go on, come on out to Oak Grove, Kentucky, man. The casino in Oak Grove. We're gonna have some fights. 
Come on out, TriStar Boxing in full effect. Giants playing lead. The will be in the building. So come on out and see some fights and have a good time and play some slots where you at it. All right. Yes, sir. James, you the man. Appreciate it. Hey, Ness, you wildin'. What? Shout out to James Payne. Yo, Macabre fighting next weekend, man. You don't want to see that history? Um... I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Bo and Bama going to that. Who at? Oh, you know what? I got somebody going to that. Shout out Daniel Alvarez. He want to go. We applied for that. We applied for that, and I I applied for Brandon for the for the for the for the Pulev one in Houston. See? That little what is it? The triad. That's yeah, it was a triad, triangle, triad. Triad. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. You know, I went uh, to Miami and I seen the triangle ring with the ropes. I was at one of those bare knuckle fights where they fight in a triangle ring with ropes. It was crazy. It was brutal, bro. Brutal, 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 brutal. Well, um, but yeah, man, looks like... Uh, we are pretty much done on the callers. Let me let me get through these last couple of, you know. Uh, so we got Tay Jones, who obviously is a bomb squad member, comes out and says that World Boxing News is lying and that Wilder is not coming back, that none of those names are true, and, uh, you know, that the comeback isn't happening. So, you know, I know this morning we had the Wilder uh, Jared Anderson show. And the possibility of that. So uh, I just wanted to come back to this because, man, um, there will be no comeback, according to Tay Jones. I guess they've retired. Um, so, yeah. I don't know how you yeah, feel about that. You think the retire? I mean, you think you think Tay has the authority and the retirement is real? Or, you know, or, or was Tay just lashing out at the fact that they were naming possible opponents? And it, it, so one never knows with the Wilder camp in that, you know, things come out, silence is golden, then it becomes deafening, then it, then you lead to speculation. And so it, we don't know. But we do know that Tay is definitely seems to be, you know, an, an authority over in the Wilder camp as far as speaking to the media, addressing shit on social media, um, you know, um, is his word solid enough? I don't know, you know, um, you know, because they don't refute many things. They don't refute many things. And then if anyone does, it's often uh, Malik Scott eventually. So if, if Tay says it. Well, the article you know, states that they have a great relationship with she with Shelly Finkel and Malik Scott. And they didn't understand why, why Tay went, got at him. But, you know, um. Look, I mean, again, it's just another retirement-like story, which is unfortunate to even be hearing. Yeah, if Wilder retires, though, man, um, I'm going to be disappointed. But I think, shit, man, if he don't want to fight, what else is he going to do? You know what I'm saying? Ride off into the sunset, ride his tractor, shoot his guns off, play the piano, all that fly shit he's doing. Um, but, you know, if, he, if his heart ain't in it, man, then... Right off into the sunset. Yeah, you definitely can't do this sport if you don't want to do this sport. You know, this is definitely a, a, a sport that must be done because you want to do it. 
Um, and, and once you lose that love of doing it, you're better off getting out because it's a sport that requires you to be 100% as, low, as far as your body. Um, but I got Mr. Stilia Chin, who was very accurate with his information that Gary Russell would have a shoulder injury, who says, tank soundbite for be more. Water gun emoji, fist emoji. You already know. And when you're in the trenches, you know, you sh it's cool to shoot them bullets. How you gonna defend yourself when them bullets coming back? Go ahead, feel like a brick, a bird. I mean, you know, I, I I like that he is repping for his city, and you know, he 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 fucks with Tank. But I keep getting the feeling that like that that because Gary lost, you know, you playing that sound by like. You know, it's cool to talk, but now you was in them trenches, them bullets came back, you you got a loss. Just like Devin, who we ain't talk about. You know, Devin, Devin called Mark a bum. You know, he said, damn, Gary lost to a bum. Um and and I just feel like, you know, this doesn't free Tank from fights. Like his fans, it's like, oh yeah, Gary lost. That's it. We ain't gotta fight Gary. Like and, and 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 in a way, I understand that that is true because he lost his status. But we got to stop acting like a loss means the fight is done. Like, I still want Gary Tank. Like, I'm a different person anyway. I didn't see Gary lose. I looked at Gary and was impressed. So I really want Gary Tank. I want to see can he slip. And, and motherfucking pivot on Tank, big right hooking ass. Like, can you do that with him? You understand? So, I don't know. You know, uh, this is the second time he made me play the soundbite. And I just wanted to be clear that, like, just because Gary lost don't mean Tank is clear from that fight. Like, this man still talked hella shit about you. Like, yeah, you but I think they they would certainly have to make it make sense. And then, you know, this is when they go back. We talked a little bit yesterday. The National Harbor, you know what I'm saying? There's a great yeah, rivalry. That's a little between... small, though. That I, I've been there. Remember, Loma only could fit like 2,800 in that low-ass D.C. Harbor shit. Well, where would they go? I know it's a, it's a good they gotta rivalry. Go, they got to go where, 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 where uh, the D.C. Armory um, I think where where Anthony no uh Lamont Peterson and Khan happened, you know, and there's a bigger arena there too. But I got best dad ever. He'll let us know. He's from out there. No, but I ain't cutting you off. I'm saying when you're done, I'll go. Okay, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just saying like if they can make it make sense because the rivalry is there, Baltimore and and, and uh, you know the uh, DC, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, like one loss. I like what OTKP saying. Fans want to eliminate guys for after one L, and that's it's just L, bro. Like Porter had three, and I still loved him. Porter had two, and I wanted him in that in that Crawford fight. I was happy with that fight. I gave, I bought that fight. I didn't steal it. You know what I'm saying? Those, those are the fans of men. Those ain't the fans of, of boxing. Yeah. Because, you know, Law saying shit, again, you know, how many did Hagler, Leonard, you know, Ali, Frazier, Foreman, like, these are legends. These are Hall of Famers. Dyson, like, Lewis. Yeah, like, dudes is crazy, go. man. Dudes is crazy. You know, there's only one dude that, that started undefeated and ended undefeated. Let's, let's get it real. Right. 
Uh, I did speak to Sabril Matias, and I'm talking to, to to Chris Colbert right now, man. He didn't, uh, you know, they, they, they don't fuck with this Skype shit. I threw him the number to see if he want to call in, but we in touch with Matias. We about to start getting this shit popping right, man. Best dad ever. What's good? Yeah, what's up? But look, you ain't about to put that on me. Look, I'm from Baltimore. He's from D.C. That's a beef. So best believe <laughs> I want Tank to put hands on him. And two... Uh, Coach Kenny and Tank, they had bet on the fight last night, and Tank wanted Gary to win. And he bet, but I mean, since Gary lost, Tank lost his bet. So that's Damn, that. Damn, uh, Tank put money nah. on Gary. Yeah, he he bet he bet Coach Kenny, <laughs> and Coach uh, he, he he lost he lost. So like I said, like I told Batman when I was talking to Batman, at the end of the day, I ain't want Maxio to give Gary a second loss. I wanted Tank to do it, <laughs> and I keep telling him. I'm going to hold the pillow. I'm going to be right there with that pillow so Derek can lay down when he get put to sleep. Just that simple. Uh-uh. That's a Baltimore, that's a Baltimore DCB. Just like with the Texas Armor. We, we wanted that badly. Badly. So, that's different. All right, that, I, we want that. I'm telling you, the streets in Baltimore, we want that. I promise you. But that's my call. For sure. Shout Chris, out to best Chris driving, ever. Chris driving, man. I told him let's do it another time. His service might not be good, but you know Chris might still jump on. But I'm gonna try and rap before that because I don't like when I can't really hear you. You all chopping up this shit. That ain't that ain't what it is. Richard D says, "Shout out to Stephen Big Shot Shaw." Hashtag the one they slept on. I mean, I don't know. There ain't nobody sleeping on him, man. It's more about he would he would he would lose the Bella, man. And he can't get them opportunities, you know. I remember he had a, a little decent fight that was gonna happen, and it was gonna happen on uh, that 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 Freddie Roach shit that was in his backyard. Remember what was the name of that Ring City fights? And um, yeah. And the money wasn't right, man. You want this dude to hypothetically fight a a Cassius Cheney undefeated at the time, and Stephen Big Shot Shaw is undefeated at the time, and the budget is twenty five thousand. And it's like we ain't even splitting twelve five each. We got managers and promoters. Like, man, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm out of here, man. These dudes, I mean, listen, the, the the business of this game is crazy, man. But when you can sell tickets, it's different because you get your little, you get your little percentage off them ticket sales. You know, you got your little ticket blocks. You know, it's different. Esteban, what up? Hey, what's up, Nestor? Chilling. I'm just calling in to show my respects to TBV, the boxing voice. Shout out, shout out, respect. This is, yeah, yeah. Uh, King, I mean, you in the building? Yes, yes sir. Is. Yes, sir. What's the what's good? Esteban, what's good? What's up, King? I mean, I appreciate you coming on the show, being the new co-host and everything like that. Uh, what else I want to say? Like, Gary Russell, you know, I know everybody talking about it. Gary Russell won that fight. Neither fighter landed cleaning up blows. There was no shots we really can remember. That was significant. The only thing I remember that was significant was the way Gary Russell was maneuvering 
uh, out of all the way of the, all the punches. That was the most memorable thing of the fight. And, uh, yeah, I would say at 9-3, That's a 9-3, 8-4. That's what I had on the scorecards. And it's a shame what happened to Gary Russell, man. It was, it's not fair. But uh, thank you for just having the show and talking about what Gary Russell did. I like the way he came out to the African music and the African war drums. And he going to do it again. He going to be back out there. And uh, this is Esteban from Oregon with Love. And everybody, uh, keep watching the show and keep calling in. Nestor, keep doing your thing. And thank you. Salute, brother. Cooking up some shit in the back, you heard? About to go get this exclusive with Benavidez. You know he training Pacheco now, right? Nah. Diego Pacheco's in camp with him now. His first training camp with him. Yeah, it's going down, down in the playground. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all right. That's all right because he going to get that spawn with, with Jose. Jose's not in camp, but... But Benavidez is already in camp. Um, is there any rumors of his fight? I heard a name. No. You got a name? You get out of here. There ain't no name out there. Nah. My back call brother's at, man. Ain't no name. Let me see the chat. Anybody heard any rumor name? I feel like I've heard this name on this show already, but I heard a name the other day, yo. And that name is David Lemieux. You sure you never heard that? You, Mule Benavidez. Lemuel Benavidez. What you think? Uh, uh, I'm out to Google. Uh, I'm out to Google David. Let me see when he last fought. Like he gonna Mule get he Benavidez? gonna get stopped too. He gonna get stopped. Stop. He number Easy, two. He gonna get stopped. He number two in the WBO. He number one in the WBC. Excuse me, number two in the WBC. How is Lemuel ranked this high? And he is number five in the WBA. How they going to make this fight? This is going to be an expensive fight. He ranked high, bro. He even number six in the ring. Who he beat to be that high? Nobody. Who he beat to be that high, bro? Remember, he always be in Canada. He be fighting in Canada, you know. So his fight schedule is, you know, we might not be as aware of it. I'm Googling him. Let's see what he got. Damn, Benavidez Lemieux. He ain't fought since June of 2021 versus David Zaguera. And that was in Mexico. Before that, he fought Fancy Natutu, common opponent with Marcus Brown. He stopped him. Let's see if Francis, if, if, if he stopped him in five. Brown, whoa, did it in one. Okay. Um, before that, he fought uh, Bursack, and that was in Montreal, and that went 10, split decision. Before that, he stopped Gary O'Sullivan. So he, he racked up what? Two, five wins total. Biggest names being Gary O'Sullivan and Francis Natutu, and somehow he got ranked. I guess that'll do it for you, you know? 
He only lost to Billy Joe and Gennady, Joe Alcim and Michael Antonio Rubio. But the but the Billy Joe and the Gennady losses are far and in between, right? Like two years apart. He lost to Gennady, and then he racked up one, two, three, four, five wins. Lost to Billy Joe, and he's racked up another five. Um, and he, he he beat Glenn Tapia in that run, you know, where he beat Tapia Stevens. And then lost to uh, Billy Joe. I spoke to Tapia today. He he he's back. He, he you know he caught a, a knockout win in Dubai. Oh wow! Yeah. Glenn Tapia's back. I Pasek, New Jersey. Huh? Let me let me show you how small this world is, bro. The dude, I had a guy that was a, a videographer for me in the uh, Texas area. And uh, he got with me, and he's like, yo, man, I just want to kind of intern because, you know, I train fighters, and I want to get my name out there so eventually I could do bigger camps. We do work. He does excellent work. You know him. Everybody knows him, and they like his work. He actually is the one that did the Texas Border Wars where he did the recap. I think I even fought in it. It's called Cast Films. It, it comes up like black and green. And it was phenomenal work. You know, he did the sit-down interviews with us with behind with the cow behind us. It was dope. And uh, bro, fast forward, you know, he's training fighters. He 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 wanted to get a few fighters in Border Wars, but now he's literally training Glenn Tapia. And I get it. You know, some dickhead that's never done nothing is saying to himself, Oh, well, well, Glenn's, you know, he's seen better days. He's passed it, whatever. But again, for this guy, this is the biggest name he's trained. You know, he just trained them to a knockout win in Dubai. Again, he started with me as a videographer. He just went to Dubai. Little goals, man. Small world, this boxing world, boy. And I and I trained in Glenn's gym for three years, man. It's just insane, bro. He FaceTimed me right away. When I was talking to uh my guy, Carlos, he's like, yo, I'm here with Glenn. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I trained in that gym for three years. Tell him I said, what up? He wanted a FaceTime and shit. And then he was just telling me, like, yo, big things coming. So I guess that win reinvigorated him, you know. But, yo, he's the Jersey boy, man. We going to ride till the wheels fall off. It is what it is, man. It is what Definitely. it is. Definitely. Shout out to Glenn Tapia. We riding. Shout out to Tapia, man. He had a big gym with a lot of youth, man. Villanecki came out of that gym. You know, a lot of a lot of kids, man. Um, um, Rajan Chance fought out that gym. He got the win. Shout out to Rajan Chance. He actually avenged that arguable, you know, loss. It ended up in a draw, but you know, I know Elon Perez. I mean, Elon, where was it? Rodriguez thought he, he, or the Jesus thought he won the first one, but looks like Chance did his thing in the second one, huh? Definitely, definitely, he definitely avenged that one. You know, that's Jersey product right yeah, there. Yeah, man. I mean, they starting to, yo, they starting to bubble, man. Like, next is, next is Carrington. That, I be, that kid was a kid when I met him. It's insane. I I, I hate that I'm away. I got to I gotta get back to my roots, man, because, like, I'm out here. It's not as easy. You know, Tri-State, Philly, all that is right there. So, I'm, I'm going to be out of tune pretty soon. I'm going to be out of touch with the, with the up-and-comers. I'm going to have to start going to this amateur scene out here. I did go to an amateur fight in, in Tampa, 
last year. It was a beautiful facility. I fell in love with that facility. Ever since I went there, I want my own gym. Signature Punch <laughs> is an amazing gym, bro. It's amazing. Um, but, okay, okay. Something cooking. Yeah, Cobra said he's back in Miami tomorrow, so I told him to hit me because I might be flying out somewhere Wednesday, so I just need to conf- get the get, got to get shit together. I'm trying to turn it up, man. 2022, I got to do better than 2021, and it's going to be hard to top that. It was a good year. Four border wars. You know, just so many things, man, and uh, it's going to be hard. I said, Villanecki, yo, Brandon is the fucking grammar police. Won't you beat it, bro? We got to get you a mic, man. You should be a, a true producer. You need to be like the voice of God, man, and be in the background constantly, you know, verbalizing uh, the right pronunciations and, and fact checking. You want to be in the chat, chatting it up and shit. <laughs> Straightening that out. Yeah, man. But Nest GTO, Instagram, man, Twitter, man. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up. In the future, present past is going to help with the visibility. You already know. We trying to grow. I'm trying to get to 131,000. It's the slow grind, but ain't no grind better than the slow grind. So we chugging. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Since Saturday night, we've done a live fight chat. We've done a a morning show this morning and now a 7 p.m. Sunday night show. So if you haven't caught it, check it out everywhere the podcast can be found. iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and right here at YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice, even at TheBoxingVoice.com. Every episode available, but only at Patreon.com forward slash The Boxing Voice can you find it without any ads whatsoever nothing to interrupt you uh when you want to listen to tbv during your work and commute i am your host nesta gibbs still grinding i mean it's always a pleasure appreciate you joining me where can they find you for them championship rounds no doubt king i mean of essex one on youtube for them championship rounds also find me on instagram king i mean of essex one for all your news and notes, the blog is up weekly. You find out what I think about fighters, what I think about their performance, and what I know about what's going on. Also, I'm on Twitter now, spreading the news, spreading the word of TBV. Check me out, King I Mean One on Twitter. Yeah.